Hello, everybody. Danielle and Gina with Organized Operations. So systems. We're going to actually yep. try to stay on subject this time. Systems. What systems do you need for your business, especially if you're like a solo entrepreneur and just getting started? So my favorite thing I'm going to tell you to invest in. There are three things that to me are huge. Oh, Gina has something better. What? 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 Okay. I want to define what a system oh. is. First. Good point. Danielle is going to tell you what her favorite tools are. There are two Good drastically point. different things. This is an OBM pet peeve. I'm getting on my soapbox for a second. I'll announce when I'm off. Um, a system is a series of processes that get you to a certain end result. So you have a content creation system. You have a social media management system. You have an administrative system. So they, that's what those are. It's a series of processes yes. and a processes and a process is a series of tasks that all connect to give you the thing. So they all tie together. Um, the tools are what you use to make your system work more efficiently. Now, the, what we're going to get into today is it's not the tool that you're using that's screwing you up. It's how you're using it. So that's my soapbox. I'm done now. Danielle's going to talk about her favorite tools and then I'll talk about mine. All right. So I'm not going to act. I mean, I have my favorite actual basis tools that I like to use, like Dubsado. Dubsado was one of my favorite ones because it takes me from uh, a lead generation all the way through accepting contracts, workflows, all of that. That's not what I'm going to talk about. I do love that tool and I totally suggest that tool if you are a solopreneur because it can do so much for you but hire somebody to set it up correctly don't try to DIY it I'm so sick of having those conversations with business owners because why are you paying for a tool that you don't actually use the three systems that you need to start as a solo business owner so this is coming from the marketing slash business CEO side of my brain you need a marketing system what is your marketing going to be? That means your brand strategy, your brand voice, getting all of that and having a system for it and a way to deal with your marketing. If you aren't figuring that out from the get-go, then you're not going to get clients. The second is your administrative system. Have a system, have a standard operating procedure behind getting your administrative stuff done. Because if you don't, you're going to find yourself having to scramble and spend three months trying to figure out how to do your taxes at the end of the year. Or you're going to start your business and not have an administrative system and not know how to invoice or get a contract from a client. I, ha I have had that conversation six different times this week with somebody. Well, how do I send a client a contract? You should have figured that out already. You should have a contract already before you're going to take clients and you should know how to invoice them. Kind of important. And the other system is your task management system. Those are the three things that every business owner I talk to is missing. And I'm not kidding. It's every time. And it's extremely frustrating because there isn't a tool out there that's a magic bullet. And then there isn't a service provider out there that's a magic pill like there is no unicorns be, there are no yeah unicorns. and to be to be quite frank and stop trying to hire an obm or a va when you don't even know what you want to do don't bring us in 
there are people out there that can consult and that can help you get all of these systems that Danielle is talking about in place. But it's helpful to have a clue. And if you don't have a clue, then don't tell the service provider how to do their job to help you. That's awesome. So, That's a big deal. So one of the first things I think. Gina and I talked about that, oh, years ago now. One of the first things that I have a business owner do when they're looking to hire and bring their first hire in is I want you to write down every single thing you do for a minimum of two weeks. A whole month is even better. And when I say every single thing that you do every day, I want you to write down the clean my bathroom, had to schedule time to talk to my husband, um, took kids to school, uh, sent a contract to this client, tried to figure out how to invoice this client, chased this client for this piece of information, did 12 tasks for, uh, for me as a social media. I wrote five posts, created graphics for five posts. I mean, write, and when I say every single thing, personal tasks and business tasks, write every single thing down that you do for a minimum of two weeks, a month is better. And Almost every time that I talk to somebody, when I have them go through that process, the first thing I have them hire is not a VA. A VA should be actually further down your list. A VA is not the thing you need first almost 99% of the time. A housekeeper, no. instant cart, a lawn care person, somebody to do your laundry. Those are usually the first things you should hire as a business owner because nobody is going to know your business until you know your business and have all the pieces set up like you do. Yeah, and the, those are... and. Spoiler alert, that's versions of self-care. You're stressed out because you're trying to keep everything on your plate. There's not a magic bath bomb, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not because you need to take more baths with candles. <laughs> it's not. It's because you've, you've got your plate running, like your cup runneth over way too many times. And that's what's keeping you stressed out. That's what's keeping you stuck is you're in decision fatigue. You're in sensory overload. You're in task overwhelm because like it or not, ladies, even if you're a business owner, you still have a household to take care of single, married, whatever, you know, like our husbands, these men, they're still going out and they're working too. So you can't, we can't expect to just shove everything off on somebody else because we're entitled because we own a business now and that's what we do or an entrepreneur you know, not how this works. So do, do yourself a favor, take care of yourself. And when I mean take care of yourself, take care of your four walls first, because then that will free up so much mental space where then you can start getting to, you can start dating and getting to intimately know the company that you're building and your business. And, and Gina just hit the nail on the head. Get to know your business intimately. You have to have a passion for every single aspect of your business. It, before you hire that person to help you. And I, and like I said, a VA is very rarely your first person to hire. I think the first person you hire should be a, a systems set up person. So that could be your CPA to make sure that you're getting your bookkeeping set up right. That could be an OBM to come in and help you get SOPs set up or a Dubsado set up or a task management system set up. Those and you don't have to hire somebody for a full year or a, do a major contract with any of us. And Gina no, and I will come in and set up, do like a one-time setup of systems and go through, do some strategy with you, teach you how to use it, get it set up, and then walk yeah. away. A lot of OBMs are very willing to do a um, systems and strategy 90-day contract. 
um, a lot of them are now, please keep in mind that it takes a full 30 days for them to get to know what's going on. They have to observe for 30 days before they can start creating and writing everything because they have to identify your gaps. They have to identify what's going on. There's a lot that goes into it. So there's an observation period and you must give them time. Do not expect to hire them. And then at the end of the week, you're going to have an SFP in hand. You might, you might not depend. It's dependent. So give them the opportunity to work. So right now, I'm sorry. No, no. I'm projecting. I've had so many people be such jerks to me because because you know they want everything instantaneous like their the, business is not an instant download and i like and i'm gonna go down another rant i'm gonna stop stop myself that's a, that's a conversation for another day about the instant gratifications so there is roi and to get roi on anything i don't care so i do facebook ads i'm a marketing strategist i'm also an obm but every single thing is a minimum 90 day roi minimum you have to give it through that. There's a reason that major companies work in quarters and why they do quarterly reporting. And they, they do, you know, everything is done quarterly and you know why well, I forget the name of the dude, but he like made millions off of his 90 day year. 12 week year. Um, that, that dude. Yeah. I can't think of his name right now. I forget but, his name. Anyway, there's a, there's a reason. There's a reason. And, and so corporate, I still do corporate consulting. So does Gina. 90 days is really what it takes 30 to 45 days to learn the system that you're diving into, whether it's physical platforms or getting to know the person that you have to create things for. It takes a minimum of 30 to 45 days just for that piece of it. And then it takes another 30 to 45 days to design and make that all work and make sure it functions properly because your first try at building an SOP or anything else, it's going to be missing things every time. I don't care what anybody says. And if any OBM or, or workflow person or anything says that they can do it in, in less than two weeks, they're not worth the money that you're going to spend on them. Yeah. End that's a red story. flag. That's a, that's a red flag. Now they could now, I mean, building out a workflow in Dubsado, sure. But oh, yeah. like, but you have sure. to know what the workflow but, is first. Correct. You have to have your administrative system in place for them to come in and be able to build that workflow for you and to be able to automate it. So, I mean, you have to, so there is, it, it's not, there is no set and forget anywhere in no. business ever. There, there isn't, there just isn't. I mean, there's obviously there's funnels which can automate your sales, particularly your, like your digital product sales, you know, that sort of thing, or even your lead generation. That, if you're but doing even it that, well, if you're doing it well, yeah. you're rechecking that once a quarter to see where your your analytics are and redoing SEO to match the newest keywords. You're redoing oh, it's, it's, strategy it's targets, all of the all of those things. Even something that's evergreen model and should be, everybody thinks to set it and forget it. I'm it's touching really those things for clients at least once a month to make sure that you they're have running to, correctly because because the internet changes, changes daily. It changes daily. So there is nothing that is set it and forget it. And there is no magic tool out there. And for our, you know, for I want to touch on the tax management portion of it because that's, that's kind of even, you know, obviously how we get paid is extremely important and, you know, taxes and all that, that's all extremely important, but you can, you can pretty much resolve that in, you know, a couple of Google searches and even just emailing with a DocuSign and, an invoice from Wave, I mean, or Square. 
So there are ways to do it um, that don't take much. And then, you know, obviously, you know, just get it. Just look, we're going to say it from the start. Get a CPA right from the beginning. Get somebody that will do your books for you right from the beginning unless you unless you're willing to take that on and do it weekly you need to be reconciled your books weekly so, but so i always tell somebody hire a cpa to come in once to teach you how to set up your books and keep up with them just hire somebody to train you how to do it yourself because when you're first starting you can't afford the three four hundred dollars a month for a cpa to keep up with things but yeah. hire them once to set things up correctly that's it yes that's it yes so just those things don't screw with that that's the legal side and that's how you get paid those those don't mess with don't diy those let's talk about your task management because that is 99.9 percent of the time the thing that is weighing on a business owner always so let's talk about that so again your task management system is not the tool that you use so your system around your task management is, are you batching your tasks? Do you have days that you do certain things? Do you have routines in place? Do you have templates to be able to help you move faster? That's your system. And then the tools that you use to make those things happen. So that's really kind of what I want to, that, that's the point that I want to drive home the most is your task management system probably is going to make or break you because if you're not if you're telling someone that you're going to have xyz done by xyz date and the due date comes and goes and not only did you not deliver but you didn't follow up with your cut your client and let them know that you were going to be late and why you were going to be late and when they could expect it again you just lost all credibility now you're uh, now you're not dependable now you don't deliver on what you on the service product or service that you have since claimed that you would do, which means angry customers charge backs on your card or your customer just saying, you, you know, you eventually show up and deliver. And then they're like, I'm not paying you. You didn't do it when you said you were going to do it, which, by the way, if you don't do it when you say you're going to do it, they don't owe you, especially mm-hmm. if you don't communicate to them what's going on and why like you don't get to okay so about the moment if you were let's let's just say for a second that you are um somebody that writes copy right because this is a big one you write copy and you've put in all this work and you've done all this research and you ghost your customer is reaching out to you in the agreed upon tool. They're looking for updates from you and you're giving them nothing. And then you come back several days later and say, oh, I had some personal things going on and I stepped away and I didn't think I needed to tell you what was going on. Yes, you do. You absolutely do. Would you be allowed to do that at a real job? And yes, I'm saying at a real job because I'm sorry, most of you are out here playing pretend. So we're LARPing as business owners. So let's talk about if you had, could you go to your boss at the company that you work at and say that and think that you're going to keep your job? No, you won't. So that's why the communication aspect of it is so important, which means you've got to be organized and on your game within your task management. I hope I'm making sense. I know I'm stepping on some toes. I know some people are going to get real pissy about what I just said, but 
just because you own a small business now and you have control over your time does not mean that you have, it's a free for all and you can just do whatever the hell you want. So sorry. I, I think people forget it. And I see this with women more than men. Cause I have both male clients and female clients. Yeah. So I think women forget that, oh, I own my own business. That means I can make my own rules. Yeah. Somebody's still paying you. And that person paying you is actually the one that you have to answer to. You still have to answer so to. Al- so always answering to somebody. So the only yeah. way that you're not answering to somebody is if you are making things that nobody purchases and you instantly make money off of somebody just clicking on your blog and reading a blog post, but nobody's paying you f- to do a thing. If you are getting paid to do a thing, to make a thing, to sell a thing, you answer to those people. Yeah, even, even people that you agree that you sell advertising space to on your blog, you still have to have that ad in your sidebar or wherever it's supposed to go up by a certain day and you have to keep it up for a certain length of time. And then you have to get it down in a certain length of time because somebody else has bought that spot. So while, yeah, you can make your own rules to it's to a degree. Yeah. There are limitations. It, there are. It's not, and that's it's, okay. There's boundaries. There's boundaries yeah. that need to be established as a business owner. That should be part of your system is having boundaries for those things. Oh yeah. And your, and your systems but, and your tools. But to support communication that. Is, is one of your systems as a communication system. So I have a client, she's one of my VIP clients every morning she gets a message for me or we're starting to put this in place because she's now a VIP client and not just a, we answer once a month and tell her what we did. Every morning, she will get a list of tasks that the team is doing a day. We will be letting her know. And at the end of the day, we will let her know what has been complete and what still needs to be worked on where we are with all of the details. I'm the nothing CEO wrong with that. of an agency. There's nothing wrong with that. That is part of my, and my clients love that level of communication because, because they've hired people who have never communicated. We just brought in a client yesterday who's gone through five VAs since June. And her biggest issue is they don't communicate. They ghost. They never deliver on time. Things don't get done. And that's, and, she, and again, and it's not her. She's not difficult to work with. And, and, and again, it's like, think about that. Why are you surprised when you have issues with your clients? Why are you surprised when you get fired if that's your behavior? Because you would get fired from an actual W-2 job at a company. Like you would. So when you come in to your business, you need to treat it like a job because it is. This is your livelihood. This is how you make money. And if you want to grow it to where you're not the one doing all of the work and it's just a company and a brand that you've created and you want to be, you know, at the top, you know, just, you know, thinking, you know, being the visionary, then you have to, you have to take it. It's, this is a serious thing and you need to take it seriously and give it the same amount of respect and effort that you give your other job that you clocked into that paid you Mm -hmm. because that's, it's an exchange. Something that I tell pretty much everybody I work with until you are at the point where you have a team and Yes, I am at the point. Gina and I are at this point. We have a team that works for us. Until you're at that point, you're a freelancer or, or a, a solopreneur or whatever you want to call it. You are, you have a job. When you are the one offering the direct service for direct payment, it is a job. To build a business means you're building yourself out of doing the day-to-day, touching the buttons and doing the thing. So there, and the way that you're really going to get different. there. Yeah. And the way that you're going to get there and get there quickly 
is by which help maintain your credibility. You want to be a credible business. This is all, Daniel is going to be so proud because all of this ties into your brand. Every last bit of this ties into your brand. And you want people when they see your name, see your branding, see your logo, they want to associate that person with that person. They are professional. They are on time. They communicate with me. They give me results. I trust them completely. Here, let me refer somebody to you. That's how you get it. Is that That's exactly how you get it. And then also that's how you get the peace and the balance that you're wanting, which is why we start our own businesses to begin with anyway, right? is we want some peace, we want some balance, we want to be able, we want to dictate our time, we don't want our time dictating to us, right? So and we want to do it long term, this isn't like just something that we're just doing for the day. So this is how you want to make sure that you're building, you want that brand recognition to equal trust, you don't want to like, oh my god, what's her name? Brittany Dawn? Remember that influencer nightmare? Yes. She'll never recover from that. Mm-mm. That's because that's what people are going to associate with her brand. They're going to associate with all that negative stuff where she had a class action lawsuit filed against her type thing. That's what people will remember, mm-hmm. you know, and then like, and then we can talk about, you know, some other famous people like Tony Robbins. He's had a bunch of crap happen to him, mm-hmm. you know, like, and you can have your own opinions about Tony Robbins all you want, but he's a brilliant businessman. And his brand, his brand is very well trusted. And if he ties his name to another influencer, like Dean Guazio or however you pronounce his name, he was kind of up and coming. Um, and he'd already made all his millions in real estate. So, but then he tied himself with Tony Robbins. Now they basically have a partnership blowing up because Tony Robbins has that brand trust. Target. Let's talk about Target versus Walmart. People... A lot of times they associate Walmart, cheap, Target, better quality, a little more expensive, better quality, better experience when you go in. You can get a Starbucks and peruse the store and get really high quality products. Walmart is trying to catch them, but Walmart's also at the same time trying to compete with Amazon. So they need to pick who are we competing with? Are we competing with Amazon? Are we competing with Target? Like they need to make up their mind. Pick one. But <laughs> pick one. But you, but you, you see how that's going? Or uh, Taco Bell versus Chipotle. Um, Chick-fil-A versus Popeye's. <laughs> I'm trying to well, think. And in, in, in really understanding how you brand yourself to get to the point where you, your sales, you're bringing new clients and, and, and this is part of your systems. It comes back mm-hmm. to your systems on this. Like mm-hmm. our systems, I mean, I'm not going to say we haven't failed because I've had chargebacks done. We have, we have had chargebacks done because we failed. And when that has happened, Gina and I sit down and do a postmortem on every single thing that we touched. We look at every single communication. Where did we fail? And, yeah, where did we go wrong? Happens. We're still people. It does. Failure happens. Yeah, it, 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 but it's a human thing. It's how do you react and interact with that failure? We review things. And now you want to know how many clients I've had to go search for? Like I have not done actual sales for organized operations. And this is with a major name change. We just had a major name change two months ago. I haven't had to go looking for any clients. I've landed four clients this week. Every single one of them is a referral for my current clients. Yep. And I've, I mean, there was a while when I was still doing OBM work, I I had a full roster and I never marketed. 
-hmm. It was all referrals. Like people, they would get on the phone, they were already ready to hire me. They were already ready to hire me before, you know, when I got on the phone. So like the thing that's so important and, you know, we can, you know, wrap it up here because, um, is your systems are what give a good client experience. Mm-hmm. And you, you don't want people saying, oh, well, her work's good, but uh, she's disorganized. Nobody wants to work with a scatterbrain because they're like, oh, well, I mean, that's just creatives. You don't want to be associated with that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you don't because you, you won't grow. You won't grow beyond what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and it takes it takes good systems. And again, we only touched on what those systems really include. And yes, tools. Love tools. I love Dubsado, but I don't use Dubsado for scheduling, even though it has that. And I don't use Dubsado for task management because it doesn't match my system and they can't handle my system. I actually broke thing. I have broken some of these tools trying to make them match my system, but it's because I know my system and I know my system works. That means your tools need to reflect that. And we'll come back to that. And we'll talk about tools in one of our episodes, but Really think about about what your system should be. What are your systems? Again, start with that, writing everything down for a couple of weeks. What do you want the outcome of your system to be? That's what's important. There has, the the system, I'm going to go back to the beginning, is a series of processes that get you to a certain outcome. So what is that outcome that you want? And it can't be, I want to make a million dollars. No, that's not an outcome. That, not, that's not the outcome. That's not the type of outcome I'm, we're talking about. We're talking. Being a six-figure business owner is n- not your goal. Your goal is a lot of other things. We'll get into those goals and what those goals mean in another episode. This is Danielle and Gina from Organized Operations. Thank you for joining us today. You can catch us on YouTube. You can catch us on podcasts on all of the systems. You can catch us over at organizedoperations.support. That is our entrepreneur center for support. We Don't call it a community because we offer way more than a Facebook group, way, way more than a Facebook group, challenges and all kinds of That's kind of like our central location where you can come and you can interact with us. Um, I'm not, I'm not answering questions on Facebook anymore. I just don't. If you want to ask us questions, if you want support, if you want to really learn. If you want a podcast episode, there's something you wanted to hear us riff on. This is where you come do it. You also get, (coughs) you also get our stream of conscious happening in there as well that's that's where you'll get to know us that's where like I posted about a book the other day um like just at randomly in the middle of the night because I thought it was important to share with everyone so you get that as well it's, we have fun where, we do have yeah, fun we do so we hope you can join us again organized operations.support that's where you find us that's where we're leaving little pieces of our brain for everybody else to pick and get their information from. You guys have a great day. We will talk to you later.